Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 58 of the Deacon and Co. Show. My name happens to be Deacon, I happen to be the host of the show, and I hope that everyone's doing well on game day. promised you guys an episode yesterday, on Saturday, um, the 25th of September, but couldn't do it yesterday because I was in travels on my way home from seeing the greatest band that ever lived. So, rather than giving you guys a shit performance in the car, um, I figured I'd wait when I was ready to put out the episode for all decoholics. Nay, welcome to the show. Thanks. Nay is going to be with us today to recap the epic events that had happened in Louisville. Louisville. Louder Than Life 2021, and yeah, it was fucking louder than life, Nay, to say the least. When we first got there. When we first got there. <laughs> when we first got there. But before we can get into any of that, I just want to start off by giving a quick shout-out to a decoholic named Jordan. He is a good buddy of ours and uh, hopefully going to have some guests coming on the show. He's going to be one of them. A couple of people that we met down in Louisville going to come on the Deacon & Co. show. Um, Brad, Brad Campbell, good buddy of ours now. Wife let him go to a concert and a festival alone. I, I can only get so lucky if my wife says to me, go do these fucking things alone. Peace. Peace. <laughs> uh, you know, so Brad was with us rocking out, and uh, we'll get into a little bit more into that uh, in, in a few minutes. But uh, game day. Why, why not? Big game today. Um, games at this point of the afternoon are going on. So uh, recapping for what happened on Thursday Night Football Night, Carolina Panthers, 3-0. 24 to 9 in Houston took that game. Uh, today's action: the Chargers are traveling to Arrowhead Stadium to play the Chiefs. Currently underway, Cardinals and the Jaguars are getting it on in Jacksonville. The Chicago Bears are going to Cleveland uh, to clash heads with the Cleveland Browns. We passed through Cleveland, <laughs> so fuck Cleveland. <laughs> Washington Deadskins are traveling to the Buffalo Bills to play them. The Indianapolis Colts are going to the Tennessee Titans. The New Orleans Saints are playing in Gillette Stadium this afternoon. Falcons are playing the Giants. Bengals are playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Ravens and the Lions. Broncos and the Jets. Dolphins and the Raiders. Buccaneers and the Rams. Seahawks and the Vikings. The Packers and the 49ers on the nightcap tonight. And tomorrow night's Monday Night Football. Big one. Eagles going to Dallas. Should be fun. But... Anyway, moving forward on to our... That was just a little sport update. Glorious update, okay, of... Our weekend. Of what, of what actually went down on the, on this adventure. Um, Nay, how, how did this transaction to get down here um, happen here? Because, to me, the thing is that when you're going to these festivals and, and not, not knowing a fucking thing... Of what went down, okay, uh, prior to any of these situations with the festivals, okay, um, you got to look at it from the perspective here of this is the first time that, you know, you're walking into an event since COVID, really. So, what for us, now, what, what expectations did you have? Going into this, did you have any idea? Since you've been more, con- you've been to more concerts than me, but not since COVID. But not since COVID. So, was it weird? How did you feel walking into the actual venue itself? I mean, it wasn't. It was like normal, like the world 
didn't have the COVID. That's well, kind of what it was like. Okay. I mean, yeah, there was a checkpoint, but per se, but there really wasn't much to like protect yourself, especially from like the world where we lived in over a year ago, where everyone was staying at home and being safe. It was kind of like a total shit show. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so at this point now, um, how did you get where you were to this point at this Metallica concert? What do you mean? Well, what, what, how did, you know, like this, it wasn't just a normal concert. It was a, obviously it was a louder than life festival 2021. And we obviously know that a little later on tonight that Metallica is going to close out this festival by headlining once again tonight. So the overall performance from them I thought was great, and we'll get into that in a second. But our road to Kentucky, okay, started off at 1 a.m., traveling 12 hours to get down there, okay? So a little bit more than 12 hours. A little more than 12 hours, okay? Have stop, gas, food, whatever. So Nay turned around and... I'm going to use her words exactly, quote, fucked up, and ordered the wrong set of tickets, and went to go buy the tickets, and was not able to get the tickets for Louisville, so we had to use a third-party seller, who we're going Called to... Called Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats, and we're going to leave him anonymous, okay? Oh, leave the person anonymous. Leave the person, okay. This was the most sketchiest thing that I have ever done in my life. So louder I've than done pretty sketchy things. Well, I've done pretty sketchy things, and this was one of them. We've both done pretty sketchy things. Yeah, together too. And separate. Yeah, that absolutely. In previous lives. Oh, uh, so go. Let's please tell us one of your sketchy stories. No, no, stories. no. We're not going down sketchy path. This was sketchy only because the guy was texting me through, not even through the app. Like literally, we had to provide a phone number for each other to contact each other on, and so he started texting me the night before, saying, "Hey, meet me here." This is where your tickets will be. Um, let me know when you're close. So then this way we can figure out the next steps of the arrangement. Kind of felt like gap boiling for tickets. Like, yeah. Like, literally, like, yep. uh, hello, where the, I'm going to meet you in an alleyway? Like, where am I meeting this guy? Well, if you're, and then, if, not to cut you off, yeah. but if you're scaffolding for tickets, scaffolding. if you're scaffolding for tickets, you're going to be up on a roof window somewhere, okay? Or up in the fucking skyscrapers. If you were scalping tickets, That's what I mean. <laughs> then you'll be outside of the venue itself. It's been a long weekend, so whatever I say, you know what I mean. Well, correct. I know. I just the decaholics might think that you're buying tickets from somebody on the thirteenth fucking story of a skyscraper. It so. might be. We saw a bunch of those. Okay. Uh, so moving forward, well, what really got me annoyed was the simple fact that like there were no tickets. They were bracelets. And there were three levels of yeah, VIP. The world that we live in now. Yeah, that, there's three levels of VIP that occur at this concert. There's the regular general admission, then there's the VIP, and then there's the top-shelf VIP. So Nay happened to land these top-shelf VIP tickets. Total hookup. So walking into this, I start my adventure. We're not going to go on air and go into what I did that evening. But we we started my adventure back at the hotel. So for X amount of minutes, let's say a good 45 minutes, we couldn't find a ride anywhere. No, there was no Ubers, no Lyfts. No Ubers, no Lyfts. We got so lucky. Finally got one. Uh, After a, like half an hour trying. Found, yeah, found a really, really cool retired for Air Force veteran. Uh, he was a really great guy. Hooked us up, did us a favor, got his number, and uh, 
you'll see later on why it was important for us to, to get his number. To get his number. So we turn around, we get there, and at this point now, I'm ready and uh, I'm getting excited. And we get in there and we have to provide our vaccination cards with our ID. So I go first. So I hand my license and my vaccination card to the gentleman who had uh, been checking them. So he goes, oh, you're from New York. Go right on in. Now, I really should give this guy fucking Genius of the Week, but there's two more candidates this week for Genius of the Week, and they're not really stories. They're just like people. One should be me. Well, <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, you, you redeemed yourself, I had so you can't. Genius moment. Yeah, so we we turn around, and I walk through, and then Nay walks through, and the guy goes, oh! Oh, you're from New York, too. <laughs> <laughs> Go no, right in. No, I'm not from New York. <laughs> right on in, just right on in. Security, though, at the event was great. Inside the festival. Inside the festival was great. They made sure that nobody fought. It was great. So or no one got too sick. No one got. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was. They, it was. There was booze everywhere. It was well done. The whole festival was well done. Nothing like I expected, but well done. So we walked in. We walked around. We got into the VIP, and wait, something happened before that. I didn't get to fucking walk in the festival, Nate. Why did I not get to walk in the festival? Because Nay messed up. Go <laughs> on, Nay. Tell Decaholics everywhere. You're about to lose 50,000 fans. Tell them now what you 50, did. 50,000 fans. Well, you yeah. have 50,000 Nayaholics, and the okay. rest are Decaholics. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so, apparently, when you have a bracelet like the one we do, they have, like, you know, like a zip tie? Mm-hmm. Element to it? Yeah, I didn't know that. like, I didn't know it either. It's like a little tube so that this way you, it, like, locks it. Yeah. So, um, Nay had two of them. She played with one of them. She made one too tight, but had another one that was open. So, knowing that I had no idea what the fuck we were doing, I walked up to a total stranger and was like, Hey, you, in my head I thought, you look like you work here. But no way in hell did she work there, or I don't even know how she was just walking the parameters of of the expo center and not, like, being able to, like, go back into the facility. Because once you go in, you can't go out. Yeah. When you leave, you're leaving for good. So... Before you get into the rest of that, there's three things that instantly pop inside of my head when this I'm thinking this, okay? So, first things first is here. Ferris, we can't leave the car there. No way. Wrong. What? Not here. We're not leaving the car here. What up? Because we're not. I want the car back home where it belongs, right? Yeah, uh, that's one scenario with that situation. Uh, next one is Beverly Hills Cop 3. Here, will you take extra special care of my car? Wasn't even a valet attendant, okay? And then the other scenario here, all right, and I'm just going to leave this one for another day because it could be a genius of the week here. But, nay, you asked a complete random fucking stranger to help you, okay? And then she just kept, like, feeling you. She kept touching your bag and saying... Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So please continue with the rest of the story as Dyke Jones was hitting on you. Go ahead. 
No pun intended for any former members of the Deacon and Crow I show. did not feel like she was hitting on me. No, that was your perspective of her. I thought she was just being a nice individual. Mm-hmm, nice individual. So she helped me with my bracelet, not knowing that the other bracelet was already tightened, mm-hmm. and the other bracelet probably would have gotten on my wrist, but because it was so tight, um, yeah, it did not get on Deacon's list, or wrist. Or and, my list, because I couldn't get list. in there. Yeah. So if we couldn't get a new one... Um, Deacon probably would have murdered me in Kentucky, and then, um, yeah, it would have been a great time at the end of my life. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been a great time. You wouldn't have known what happened. Actually, I probably wouldn't have, uh, murdered you. No, that's you probably would have been pissed. I probably would have thrown you over the fucking barricade. <laughs> that, that's what it would have happened. Here, you need a fucking special entrance? But, an escort to get in? Here, but, you go, nay. But my favorite part of that whole thing is, you don't have a screwdriver in your bag? Yeah, why? This why the hell would I have a screwdriver in my bag? Yeah, this, this lady was crazy. Coming into the music festival that you're not allowed to bring pretty much anything in, and it says that on the website, we prefer you didn't bring anything, um, but I have a screwdriver in my bag. Yeah, what, what, what a rock, really. So, we went up to the tent, and I gave him a sob story. Which was kind of almost the truth, because I'm pretty sure you would have really yelled at me if we couldn't get in, because you were, like, really getting anxious, and I was feeling really bad for being a fucking asshole and not realizing that the thing tightens. And so I gave this guy, like, part of my sob story of how, like, you were going to kill me or yell at me or whatever, but, um, yeah, he didn't give a fuck, and he was like, to replace it, this is $25. No yeah. problem. You got it, bud. $25. Yeah. $25. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure that at that point, though, you could have upgraded uh, when you got there. Maybe. I don't know. You know, whatever the scenario is. But we get now to the third stage of this. So now first is the COVID check-in. Then we have our... Uh, fuck-up. Fuck-up situation <laughs> at the beige tent. Okay. The beige tent. And now we got... Over by the, t- the trailer. Yeah. And now we got to walk through security to get into the concert. So... To check our bags. Now, I take my, I don't bring anything with me because now everything is included inside of these, of this package that we have, including food, booze, discounted Water, merchandise, sodas, soda, uh, uh, the whole, lockers. the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So now, I have no idea, this is my first time going in there, and it was relatively easy to bring whatever you want in there. I'm going to just say that if Deacaholics know Deacon, I did not go in there empty-handed. So... Walking right through the gates, I, w- I could have brought so much with me more than could have had such a, uh, you know, a gallivant time more than I did. But being in another state, not knowing the environment, not knowing who it was, I was just in the perfect state of mind. They and I decided we're going to have a, uh adult beverage, okay? So we go over and we well, get a couple of... we go of... over to our little tent yeah. on the right-hand side. Yeah. And we scan ourselves in yep. with no problem. No problem. And we go we go over to, um, you know, with peace of mind here, bringing that up. And it's a good thing that, that you really brought that up because it is peace of mind knowing. Because the guy that we bought the tickets from, no offense to him, he looks like a fucking crackhead. He looked like he was fucking he more was more high on some other type of stimulant. Um, it, it just really... But he was really cool. He was, he was 
cool. Let's not put really in front of it. I, well, he was. I mean, he literally was like, "If you have any troubles, call me." Yeah, he was the last Text person. Me. The last person. Well, I said, wasn't going to do it. I told Nan. I mean, what was we? What were we going to do? Oh, we didn't get into the festival because you gave us bootleg bracelets. Like, well, how the, the, we get? You, you were covered. You were sure they had all the emails. That's fine. But I, I said, "Nay, I'll give you twenty bucks if you ask him for some moon rock." <laughs> and he was like, "No," because <laughs> he probably would be the guy who's got moon rock over there. Anyway, so we got our drinks. We got some margaritas. And uh, uh, but they had everything, like top shelf everything. Top so shelf had whatever you wanted, if you really. Oh yeah. And knowing that I don't drink at these festivals and these activities, I said, okay, let me start getting into my mode. So now we're starting to, you know, hang out, walk around. They have, they have basically blown up all the album covers or like a, really a couple cool. of couple of the album covers. So we got some pictures. Then we went back and had a couple more drinks. And now at this time, uh, we are now set to walk over to where Metallica was, not... Uh, Anywhere near our section because they put us to the right where the uh, there's two different sets of VIPs. One regular VIP is on the left side, and then the top shelf VIP where we were is on the right side. Obviously, GA is in the middle. So we turn around and we go into uh, our from our section of VIP. We walk all the way to the other side, and I'm now at this point. It's starting to get dark. So now I'm getting a little nervous because I marijuana is not legal in Kentucky. So I got a little nervous about if I was able to smoke a joint, but I said, I'm getting anxious right now. If I don't smoke a joint, this is going to be bad. So I smoked a joint right in front of about six or seven cops. Nobody said a fucking word, and I was minding my own business. I wasn't looking for any trouble. I was literally in a corner away from everybody else, not walking around in the crowd, um, smoking it or whatever. So get done smoking my joint walking over to see Metallica. Now we have about 25 minutes before Metallica comes on, so we're in position. Nate, what did you expect when we got over to the other VIP section? It was obviously a lot more crowded than ours was because of the difference of the top shelf and the regular. Ours had a lot more space. But we literally walked right up to the stage. We um, sat back on the other on an angle from the stage. But when I went to the bathroom, the, all that space that was up in the front literally could have probably been right there itself with all the amount of space being that there was a lot of people where we were was excellent uh great view of the stage uh you know about the pyrotechnics <laughs> yeah uh crazy because i mean i guess it was because of a festival and usually you and i see stadium shows so we don't usually get to see that kind of stuff but it was kind of cool uh you know that happening i mean the graphics and everything too that they put on the sh- on the screens once they started performing was cool too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know the the crazy thing about you know the whole experience or whatnot is that when you're doing this and like a lot of the reason why Metallica has these bands open up for them is so that people can get, obviously get the recognition when you're having a lot of people come to see Metallica. Obviously, then you'll also you'll also see these other bands. Okay, and. Really cool that they that they would do that sort of scenario in that situation that they allow these people and whatnot and and obviously being the best in the world for a reason. So now, when you're in this situation, you got to make sure that you perform, nay. And opening up or in a festival, coming from Metallica, Jane's Addiction, and Perry for Perry Farrell or Pharrell, however the fuck you say his name. Who do you dress like? What did he dress like? Yeah. Who did he try to imitate? Freddie Mercury. It was the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. 
The guy was on stage talking about how he wants the audience to come suck his dick, how he wants the audience to come fucking do all these, you know, crazy things or rub clits against it. Dude, there were a lot of, not a lot of kids, but there were some kids there. Shouldn't I mean, maybe the kids shouldn't have been there. Maybe... I would never bring my kid to a festival. No, I'm not talking about little toddlers there. I mean, like... I mean, there were kids. They're like eight-year-olds. Yeah, there were... Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, I wouldn't take my eight-year-old to a festival, but to a... I would a, take them to, to a, a stadium a show. A stadium show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, different. Yeah. It's a different environment. You have a freaking seat. Even so, there was a lot of... There was a lot of females there, too. You don't talk like that in front of females. Yeah, but this crowd's used to that crap. But I think uh, we also have to say that... The reason why we went to the other side of the festival is because there was two stages, and the one closest to the top shelf VIP was not where Metallica was performing. It was where um, which McCall was performing. Jane's Addiction. Jane's Addiction. We obviously don't care about Jane's Addiction. The only person that I know is what you call it. Dave Mazar. Mazar. I almost called him Dave Mazzaro. Well, he probably should have been. Ma- Mazzaro? <laughs> Dave Navarro. Uh, just the whole situation. It was just weird. He, it, he, he was, was hammered. He was completely shit. Well, shifted. the lead singer was hammered. Yeah, this guy was completely shit. But it was some crazy shit, too. Like, really? Do you need that people be hanging from the fucking top of the stadium with hooks in their backs? Swinging at each other back and forth? Well, not for nothing. As when I go to these places, like and you know this. I'm going to these places, and I'm looking around everywhere because I have to be aware of what's going on in my surroundings at all times. So I should have picked up at that point of what was going to lead into one of our co-geniuses of the week. So people hanging like it was Hellraiser would be the better scenario than Saw. Saw would be like more if they got their they heads cut. Bleeding. Yeah. Well, it could have been a it, scenario like that. It could have been. It could have but literally just, been like they got dropped off the freaking pole or whatever was carrying them. Yeah. I just picture, I just picture like, you know, the basic entrance of Hellraiser of where people are being, you know, hooked with the fucking, uh, the chains strapped into them. And, that there was only two and they were on their back. And they were pretty fucking high up in the air. Yes, yeah, swinging back and forth in their booty shorts. Yeah, and it was it was a little weird, not going to lie. None of that shit went on with Metallica, you know, but... Um, it I was, didn't even know Jane's Addiction was like that. Yeah, it was a little weird. It but, just doesn't match. Like, I've, I feel like they're not heavy metal at all. Like, they're not heavy rock. Yeah. Their performance wasn't heavy rock. Uh, I would say it was more alternative. I, whatever you want to call it, I, I agree it wasn't hard rock or heavy metal. Um, because I feel like that's like the horror element to it that ties into like metal where you see like the blood and the outfits, like a Slipknot type scenario or whatever. Yeah, and the thing is, is that I, I don't, I don't think they're any good. I, I mean, Dave Navarro okay. has, has so much talent. You know, and, and just to, you know, you heard it the other night. He went off on on a solo, and it was great. But they're just, get the fuck. You don't even belong on the same stage as Metallica. Get the fuck off. Yeah, it's a weird mix. Yeah, really, just it, it, crazy. So then we happen to be ready, and we're in countdown mode. And I was pretty calm this whole time. And we made sure there was enough time for us to be over there. Yeah, so we got there, walking through standing there, and all of a sudden now we start hearing it. And, and I come on here, and I always tell you guys, like, what I experience and what goes on at these concerts and how well I know this band and yada, yada, yada. So we turn around, and we hear Thunderstruck come on. 
Next song is War Pigs. I immediately look at Nay and tell her, the very next song you will hear is It's a Long Way to the Top, If You Want to Rock and Roll by ACDC. Following that will be Ecstasy of Gold, and then the Fab Four is on stage. Nay, what fucking happened? Why would I even have to say anything? Just to let the decoholics know what happened. Why would I have to say anything? <laughs> Please, tell us what, what song came on. That's exactly what happened. The guy next to us, um, but I think on the other side of Brad, uh, couldn't believe it, because I, I just got done telling him, like, this is what's going down. And the crazy thing about it was, uh, you know, I know this band. They're my favorite fucking band. So, obviously, I know what's going to happen when I go to a fucking concert. So... When that happens, I'm going crazy, and we go right into it, open right up with Whiplash. It was fucking great. But the problem was is that this thing was opened at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, they, what people surrounding, our surroundings, describe to the audience what our surrounding was. Uh, Deacon going ape shit and everybody else just standing there watching him. Pretty much, because I think if we were in GA, it would be different, but we would be completely surrounded by people. This was, like, comfortable. Yeah. Like, surrounding of people. And, um, yeah, there was, like, nothing going on. People were, like, sitting down, um, whatchamacallit, they were sitting in, like, their seats or underneath the tent, or they were, like, standing around us, but, like, on their phones, like, tired, yawning. It didn't feel like a metal concert. And I think we did the best way because... Well, we didn't know any of the other little guys that were performing ahead of time, but coming at, like, 5, 6 o'clock was, like, the perfect time yeah. for the festival for us. Yeah, Re- regardless of, of the scenario of this, is no matter where you are, and this is my philosophy on something, you can get fucked up to a certain extent. It's not like hanging out at your house or hanging out at a local bar where there's 20 people. There were 30,000 people here, maybe maybe 25, you know. There were a lot of fucking people here. So... For you, these people, and we we saw people who were stumbling, people who fell, people who... Most people were yawning. Y- yeah, I... You can, that was weird to me. I mean, you got the loud-ass music, you can feel the vibration through the freaking, you know, bass or whatever, and literally, literally, people were, looked like they were going to lay down on the rocks. There were rocks. Yeah, and that was uh, only because of the fact that they had very bad weather inside of Kentucky last week. So in order for people to fill the mud... A few days before the concert. Yeah, just put the rocks down so people don't slip in the mud. Okay, whatever. You know, cool concept. That was great. comfortable as hell. Uh, worst thing, hurt your legs, calves, whatever the situation is, especially you, after driving 13 hours down there. You literally need to be wearing, like, construction boots for those rocks not to bother us. Yeah, uh, and it was tough or whatnot, but, um... And we still got mud on our shoes anyway, so I don't really know how bad the mud was, but, um, my shoes were still dirty. It was, you know what it was? We were down in the south, it was some of that Mississippi mud. Oh, in Louisville. In Louisville, which is nowhere near each other. Uh, you know, so it travels. It travels? It travels. The river? The river. <laughs> so, going into, we heard Whiplash, and uh, it, it, we couldn't get more of a better set. So I thought more, uh, well, we could have actually had a better set list, but better show because... Well, my song, none of them played. Yeah, because I, I assumed, and I shouldn't assume things, but saying that... You're having a anniversary tour for Black Album, 
and Master of Puppets, 35 years, of course, for the pups. And for Black, Black is 30 years. So I thought one of these shows would be dedicated to the Black album. One of these shows would be dedicated to Master of Puppets. Maybe that will be the scenario in December. But right after Whiplash, we went into Ride the Lightning, which was fucking, it was a treat. I've I've heard it multiple times live. Then... Well, the one that really confused me, and I, and I said this, and I said we were going to hear this, uh, Harvester of Sorrow, Tra- going into three for Harvester of Sorrow. Then we went into Cyanide, which was really cool. I've heard Cyanide live before, too. Um, one that I have, not, I've, I have not heard since my very first Metallica concert is The Memory Remains, which was great. And at that point, um, I looked around me, and I saw everybody just singing that song in unison and it, it was really really something else to see everybody you know uh helping out and chiming in uh because we're back man we're fucking back full throttle metallica is here 40 years to the greatest band that ever lived right after that we strolled into a nice little fucking different type of video introduction for one and Right after that, we went into Now We Are Now That We're Dead, Moth Into Flame, No Leaf Clover, which I was shocked that they played two covers here in one concert. Uh, didn't need to hear that, but they performed it really well. Uh, would have preferred that they didn't play that. Then we went into For Whom the Bell Tolls. And now at this point of the concert, I'm at the end of uh, No Leaf Clover, running to the bathroom, and I lost an A. So I'm randomly, yeah. totally with my me. mask on, and sunglasses on at this point, and it's fucking dark, and I could still see the fucking lights and everything. It's go- Imagine what I'm going through, okay? I'm just bopping with random people. I, until I found my way, I'm texting Nay, like, yo, I don't know where the like, fuck where you are. are. You? Where are so, you? Raise uh, your hand. Yeah. Like, raising my hand around 30,000 people really going to be easy. Yeah, it, it was crazy. So, I, I, I missed Bells with Nay, got with random other people, got back to our buddy Brad and Day, and fucking went right into Whiskey in the Jar. I, I blown away. Uh, big fan of the show. Our buddy Kirk, big one of his favorite songs. Nay, how well did they fucking perform it? I eyes it was in my head for like twenty four hours. Uh, I, it was such a treat for me to see that live. Uh, it's definitely a lot better live. It's the rare occasion when you have a band that does it better than the original, and Metallica definitely does it better than Thin Lizzy and does. You don't like covers. I don't like covers, and I don't like Thin Lizzy. So that's Oprah two. Metallica fucking but nailed you it. You like this song? Yeah, I do like Whiskey in a Jar. Next, at this point. Now, Nay's looking at me, I'm counting on my fingers, and this is all in my head, so I'm not reading this off a fucking list to you, this is the real set list, I can guarantee you that it's the exact set list. So I'm sitting there, counting, and then we go into Fade to Black. Kirk Hammett fucking destroys it in the solos, fucking beautiful. He had the best guitars. Oh, and he did have a new guitar as well. Yeah. Um, so, we're sitting there... We're, and I'm as the song's going down, Metallica's winding down and fucking grinding it out. I'm just going at the top. Now, I'm like, at the top of my lungs, because I'm knowing, I'm looking at everyone, I fucking yell out, Puppets is next, and I fucking knew. So, track 13, ironically, 
And don't even have to fill it in for you guys. I had it in there. There's the audio insert for you. Master of Puppets goes on. Deacon goes ape shit. Getting everybody into it. Fucking great. Now we go right into our encores. Now, weirdly, you play Master of Puppets, which is track two off of Master of Puppets, of course. Then we go into track one for our first encore with Battery. Okay. Great. Battery was great. Now, I'm sitting there. I don't know what's going to come next. Fucking fuel. Here comes fuel. All right. Fuel's our encore. The crazy part is, is they're not entertainment, and they, they always play entertainment mm. as an encore. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So here we go into fuel comes on, and then ending the show, Seek and Destroy. Really strong song. What did I fucking say there? Uh, that's right, guys. No Black Album. At all. Not one song from the Black Album. Which was like Deacon's Wet Dream. Like, absolutely. Like, if I don't have to hear any fucking songs from the Black Album when I see Metallica, I'm happy. I would have rather hear St. Anger than hear anything off of the Black Album. But, but I okay. Like the Black Album. But maybe tonight's set list, who knows? Definitely we'll have an uh, update for you guys next time. But you brought it up. I brought it up last show. Those people were bitching about 20 bucks. They didn't get to hear Enter Sandman. The next guys paid 19.83 in the Metro in Chicago because that was the last time that Metallica played there. That was the price of admission for the secret two shows that they did. Maybe they're going to do a couple more. Hopefully they might do a surprise one in New York. Whatever. I am not bitching that I didn't hear Enter Sandman. Or I nothing know. else matters. Or anything for those lines. But they're my favorite. I, w- I would have loved to hear Creep, but wait, did, did I just say we didn't hear Creeping Death Night? Yeah. Yeah, point being. Master of Puppets are one. You choose whatever you want. It's their best song. Not Creeping Death. But. But. I would have loved to hear it. But. What did I say in the car ride home? That we should call Larry and tell him that Creeping Death was in the place. (laughs) I said that I think they performed one better than Master of Puppets. Well, yeah, that was one of our rapids, but thanks for oh, blowing sorry. thanks for blowing it. So yeah, they did play they actually did perform Master of Puppets better than one on this on this particular show, but I performed Master of Puppets better than they did, so it doesn't matter to me. Well, you know what? <laughs> if we started the rapids, let's go into the next one. Uh yeah, well, sure. We'll go right into the rapids and then we'll 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 swap it around here on the the show structure has been going so good for so long. So let's swap up, swap, swap it around it here. Let's play. Sorry it. here. Got to go got to go back to it in a second, but rapid number 2 on your request. Uh one hit wonders day. Oh yeah. Mm. There's a lot of them. What is the biggest, best one-hit wonder of all time? Because I got mine, but just, what do, what do you think yours is going to be? Um, Torn. Mm-hmm. That's such a beautiful song. One of my favorites, too. It's a good song. I mean, it's probably not my best one-hit wonder of all time, but it was the first one that popped into my head because I said I did not want to prep for the show. That's right. Uh, this is all going freestyle, guys, off the top of the dome for both of us, but here we go. My best one-hit wonder of all time really is the best one-hit wonder of all oh time. Oh, my God. That's hands down the best one-hit wonder of all time. The man is now preaching in the church 
to all his faithful who were grinding with his parachute hopscotch outfits. MC Hammer can't what about touch this. Millie Vanilli? MC Hammer can't touch this. <laughs> Best one-hit wonder of all time. Hopefully you guys took a time to listen to some one-hit wonders yesterday. If you did not know that it was National One-Hit Wonder Day, then... Yeah. Then, thanks. Sorry. Uh, but let us know what yours are. Absolutely. Because uh, maybe we'll put them into next week's show. Uh, absolutely not, but let us know what they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back to now the conclusion of our evening. So oh, that we only we, have two rapids? We only have two rapids. Wow. It was, you know, what the brain thought of at this time that would captivate the audience. We don't want to talk about how, you know, what would be going on, uh, you know, ruin the audience's, uh, you know, let's say... Monday morning by letting them know that they're not getting a Dunkin' Donuts dollar coffee tomorrow because neither New York team won again? Well, or... That's normal. <laughs> that's normal, though. Or we'll wait for the touchdown report to break their balls. Uh, uh, the touchdown report, will we have it next Thursday? Absolutely. We got some time there. Absolutely. So the conclusion of the concert, it ended, and uh, to get out of there, and I know because I drive and I know how I help people out and whatnot, um... Well, we tried the normal way first. Two hundred dollars to leave the venue. And we not, got back twenty minutes. And not an Uber around. Yep. No, or a lift. No Uber. We tried for like another half an hour or so. Yeah. Because so, we tried to call our good friend Dan, who did not answer the phone on the first try. We called him a couple of times. He didn't answer it. Then he got the call. He was with somebody else, and he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna come back." And came back, and such a really nice guy. Got us back to our uh, hotel safely, and uh, on our adventures back, uh, you know, you, you you turn around and you, you think about these scenarios every time when, you know, you see something so great and epic like that. Really, 40 years later, Nate, overall performance, what, what, was your, what was your thoughts of how they performed? Oh, it was like nothing ever happened. Like it was... I mean, they looked like they had been performing for 40 years. Like, they're in sync with each other. They know what each other are doing. Mm-hmm. And they have the choreography all, like, checked out. Yeah. They're in each other's faces, and they're away. The pyros are great. The, the only thing they didn't like, which was a little weird, but maybe it's, like, a little too trippy, was, like, that little that they were putting on them on the screen. Yeah. Where they look like they're a bright star and everything's like lines oh, around them. And like wavy. It was weird. Yeah. It and was, I wasn't a fan of that. It was kind of like looking, uh, you know, if you were on it was acid. like a Snapchat filter. Yeah. It looks like you were, if you were looking at something as if you were on acid. And that's the way they wanted you to think. And again, festival, I'm sure there were people on acid there. Um... I thought they were great, uh, great performance. Not the best concert I've ever seen, only because of the set list. Well, yeah, well, we can't compare because yeah, one of the so many greats. Yeah, and yeah. Not, our first one is is very difficult. You know, yeah. it's like you, you know, you can never compare it to that. It's like the first time you ever kiss somebody, you can never compare it again. The feelings you have for them, and you know, it's just it's weird. But first time seeing them live in a building of a venue of that would have been like seeing them at the Metro, like what happened on Monday night. 200 people sold out. The fucking Raptor yeah, in the building was, was shaking. Yeah. The people who lived in the apartment complex next to the Apollo still fucking felt it, too. Yeah. So, it's well, it The weird thing is, or not the weird thing is, it's probably just, like, the audio guys doing it right, is that when we got there, whatever band was performing, that guy's audio person had the place rocking. Like, literally, you couldn't even think without your head vibrating. 
and like whoever the audio guy is or guys or team or whatever from Metallica is, they're not worried about they weren't focusing on that element of it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely and was that cool. was good for me because I didn't like the feeling of feeling like I was going to be part of a guitar solo. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, like I said, it was very well done. It was it was uh, awesome to be there and whatnot, and and this is one of uh, you know the first start of concert season, and uh, we'll be there. Uh, you know, still two weeks or ten days. Uh, we're we're uh, you know cutting. Oh no, not really. Now it's thirteen days away. Uh, we'll be right back there doing it again, just jamming out, and this time in a different venue. And I think that this venue we're gonna have a little bit more fun at aftershock in California, and I think it's going to be more, um, I think it's going to be a little bit of a different set list. Now we have an idea of what they're doing. We know that they're going to be doing 16 songs at these festivals. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe more. I, it's going we'll to be. see what happened after tonight. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be 16 um, at the festival. I don't know if that's something that they normally do because I've never seen them at a festival, so I have to do... Uh, some looking into this or whatnot, but um, today that's gonna bring us down to our um, genius genius of the week here. Yeah, Eminem there helping us out, going from one extreme to the other. Clinically brain dead. I don't need a second opinion. Absolutely not. Genius of the week here. First one is walking right by an A and I in the concert here was a gentleman wearing a Florida Panthers hockey jersey in the middle of a fucking Metallica concert. I said right then and there, genius of the week there. Second one was a real, real genius, okay? And uh, this one this one was this one was fun. Um, Terrifier 2 coming out soon, guys. Big horror fan here. Uh, doing a Halloween special for you guys coming up next month. Somebody was dressed as Art the Clown. Out, at least look like Art the Clown. Outside, and, and this was this was the weird thing. The concert was over, and the guy was right next to some type of, like, trailer or, like, little booth, and he was changing into the costume. But his face and makeup was already done. He was, by the time we got to see him, his hat was going on. Yeah. And his face was all creeped out. Very, very weird situation there. Um, I was like, we're going the other way. Yeah. Don't make contact. Yeah, I, I don't, I didn't get that, uh, but it's one of those weird things. Uh, one last thing I wanted to bring up before we leave, uh, Genius of the Week there, you guys have any recommendations, get to me at deaconandkosho at gmail.com. Let me know, because I know there's fucking geniuses out there who do weird shit like this all the time, and it's funny to me. But, uh, not I had to bring it up before about making a little joke about the dollar coffee, but there's a couple of Jet fans from or also Decaholics that are getting a little upset that we keep going on air every week and bashing the Jets. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. That's not going to stop. It's not going to stop, and even when you guys win a fucking game, which is going to be a very long time from now, it's uh, not going to stop. <laughs> but they did do something cool, and I took away Citizen of the Week. We should bring that back. I took away Citizen of the Week because not enough people were doing great things. Uh, Jets invite Sophia Laspina to their next home game. Uh, Coach Robert Sala, Sol- uh, I don't know how to fucking pronounce his name, but whatever, the head coach of the Jets said that they will invite uh, Sophia Laspina to MetLife Stadium on October 3rd versus the Titans. Uh, Laspina is the first woman to score a touchdown on a Long Island varsity football game. Congratulations to her. Awesome. That's cool. So, 
Girls can play sports, too. Girls can play sports, too. Awesome. But fuck the New York Jets. So you, no one else could have reached out and gave this girl some fucking tickets. I hope this girl's going to be sitting on the bench with them. And then when they need her, get her in. Put her uniform on. Get her in. So uh, not going to stop talking shit about the Jets. but We'll guys, try. We'll I, try to not be as mean. I'll tone it down just a little tiny bit. But like 98%. I'll tell you this right now. I'll make all decoholics a promise. Got a couple of weeks coming up where the Jets are going to be playing the Eagles. If they happen to beat the Eagles, I'll wear a Jets jersey the following week. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. And we'll post a picture to the Deacon and Kosho with the Instagram. Yeah, unless you're going to bench everyone. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, follow us on the Majors of Social Deacon Instagram. Deacon and Kosho. Ooh, Instagram. I'm jumping already. That's cool. We have a new platform. We do. Deacon and Kosho on Instagram. Deacon and Kosho on Twitter. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the game day. And we'll get you guys in the touchdown report next week. Um... And that's pretty much it for now. Uh, Deacon and they are out. Deacon and they are out. Is, are it, we? is, it, is, is that, that how it goes? No, it goes, but for now, Deacon and they are out.